Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is She Talks to Rainbows. One, two, three, four! Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I'm Molly. And we are joined by a guest, Melissa McAllister. Hello, Melissa. Hello. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Melissa uh, is has a couple credentials for being here today. Nice. Uh, for, <laughs> let me let me sell you on this. <laughs> um, uh, I came in contact with you uh, because I went to the performance for Rock Camp for Girls. Am I say, wait, Rock Camp for Girls in L.A. Rock uh, Rock Camp for Girls Los Angeles. There we go. Rock Camp for Girls in Los Angeles. Um, but you're also uh, a radio disc jockey. Yeah. Um, on, um, I, 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 hit me. KXLU. There we go. KXLU. And Dubleb. And uh, Dubleb. Yeah, I always forget about that one. How long have you been doing that? Um, I have been uh, on the air at KXLU since 2000. So wow. 18 years. And nice. the current show I do, She Rocks, which uh, features music made by females. I think we started that in 2002. So. Okay. You were ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I invented feminism. I was gonna say. <laughs> I hope that's okay. All, all this, all this late to the game stuff. You're like, hey, look, I have, I have set list to prove how long I've been doing this. No, uh, I was DJing there, and I just noticed that um, if you played two or three songs uh, with uh, female vocals, people would be like, oh, that's a chick block, but yeah. they would never think about it if they played ten male vocals in a row. That's so, so funny. True. Uh, we decided to do the show, and uh, we do it every week. Awesome. So, yeah. I know. I've got bunches and bunches of um, mixtapes, I guess you still call them, mm-hmm. soundtracks or whatever, that are just all female vocals. Love it. Yeah. So, and just to tie it back, what I know about Rock Camp for Girls Los Angeles is it's like summer camp um, where girls mm-hmm. come and they learn... Uh, some aspect of being in a band. It could be vocals, bass, guitar, drums, whether they have any experience or not. But a big part of it is it is a very progressive and uh, feminist first place. Would Am I miscategorizing? No, That's no. Um, I, th- I, th- I feel like I picked up on none of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, it's really about... Um, uh, teaching girls uh, self-esteem through music education. Mm. And um, I think we we get them at a really good age where they can um, find a place where they can have their voice, they can be loud and scream, they can mm-hmm. write soft songs if that's how they feel, and know that they have a support system that's not there to make fun of them or tear them down. And we really try to get them out of the mean girl mentality where mm-hmm. it's it's cliques and groups and stuff like that. We are all working together, and um, we like to do it by having volunteers that are all over the spectrum of the music community, some professional, some just really like helping out, and um, so they can see how it works when people are cohesive and listen to each other and support each other and are brave. And yeah. uh, that's the, the big part is uh, being brave on stage and taking a chance. It's super great, and it won't be the last time that we talk about it. But we're going to talk about the song too. <laughs> On to the but so thank you. No, that sound that's that program is awesome and yeah, no, it is. We're you should look it up. Thank you for volunteering there. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Um, today's song has the word "she" in it. 
Um, (laughs) It's called She Talks to Rainbows. You're actually here for sort of the she block. Yeah, you got a real solid she block, honestly. Real solid she block. You you put four songs with she in the world. (laughs) Wouldn't bat an eye if it was a he block, though. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, it's called She Talks to Rainbows. This is from 1995's Adios Amigos. It is written by Joey What's-His-Name. And I gave it a song category of mental illness. Um, because I, this is, this is like the most 21st century thing you could say, but I swear I heard on some podcast that was discussing this song. Yeah. They, they said it was written about like Joey saw a woman like who was a neighborhood woman and was clearly dealing with some mental issues and then wrote a song about her. So yeah. So I'm putting that in there. Okay. All right. It's as clinical as it gets. Yes. Yes. Airtight science. I'm sorry, where did you hear that again? On some podcast, I can't remember. (laughs) Just look them up. It's pretty professional. We do do so much homework. (laughs) Um, Uh, Cool. Do you want to take a guess at how many times Ramon's played this song live? I'm going to say Big Fat Zeroski. You are right. (laughs) According according to my research, in this case I actually did kind of do, yeah, they, they never played this. It's a, it makes sense because it's a late song in their career and it's also a slow song. It's also a Joey song. It's also a Joey kind of romantic song. Or it's like, also, you know yeah. It's also cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I could I could find no uh, versions of it by them. Um, although uh, Ronnie Spector covered mm-hmm. the song in 1999. Did everybody find this? Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it is super good. It's really good. It seems like one of those things where like... Joey wrote it with the idea of, oh, I'm going to write like a Ronettes mm-hmm. type yeah. song and then somehow got the Ronette to sing it. And we're like, oh, yes. I mean, not only did she sing the song, but she named the whole album mm-hmm. after that song. So, yeah. yeah, you know. Look it up. She sings the hell out of it. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, I much more prefer her version of it. Really? It's, yeah, I hope I didn't just ruin the whole podcast. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she... They played this never. How dare you? <laughs> it's just more stripped down and mm. um, sweeter, where I feel like maybe that was what he wanted, but when they recorded it, it they sound like they're going, like, sludgier, and then yeah, he's yeah, yeah. trying to sing this, like, really, like, sad song. I it, I totally agree. I was listening to it today in preparation for this, and I was thinking, like, it coming out of Candlebox and into Silverchair, <laughs> yeah. this song, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it is very much 1995. Oh, so, so, so deep into it. <laughs> yeah. Just in the deep end of 1995. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're... Just flannelly and sludgy, and yeah. Sarcastic and angry. Yeah, everything, <laughs> wow. everything you can think of. They're all gonna go watch Face Off. <laughs> and um, they should. It's a really good movie. <laughs> it's um, honestly, that's about all the facts I had. I didn't have many uh, other because I mean, it's not. It's not one of their greatest hits. Or sure. Uh, but I don't a, know if you found. I've got else. a couple little factoids here. Hit uh, it. This one. So this album is being produced by Daniel Ray. Right. This song, the song, the Ron, I'm sorry, uh, Ronnie Ronnie Spector, Spector, her album was produced by Joey Ramone and 
Daniel Ray, I think, as well. I think he had a part in it, yeah. Um, but he definitely produced, like, that element of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, By the way, what is... We've seen that a couple times. Sorry to interrupt. No, please interrupt. We've seen that a couple times with the Ramones, where it's like, oh, we have this guy who produ- who originally wrote this song, and then they perform their song. Is that, like, a band code? That if you... If I am working with... If I if I if I'm in a band and I work with Jimmy Page, mm. we're gonna do a Led Zeppelin song. It's like, couldn't you do a Led Zeppelin song anytime? What's the? I, I feel like that happens more often than. Yeah. I was just listen, I was listening to X, the band X. Okay. And their first couple al- albums are produced by Ray Manzarek. Wow. Well. And the first album has like a Doors cover on it. I'm like, there's a zillion songs. I mean, it's great, mm. but I mean. It's probably you know you're. You get a little starstruck probably when you're with mm. that person, and then you're like, "Yeah, let's do it." I understand their secret, the secret sauce. <laughs> finally but cracked it. It it does seem a little on the nose to cover the band like the song that the person did too. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of ballsy, and but maybe also yeah, like starstruck. It's like on, um, uh, you know, like American Idol, like. Do you perform a song that the judge sang there? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, yeah. know. I don't know if you should. Yeah. Because you know? no, if you don't true. belt it like Christina, maybe don't yeah. sing a Christina song. Yeah, yeah. That's that's maybe our first American Idol reference. But <laughs> that's it's not the, what I want to be known for. But it's maybe for. the best. Nope, she was a pioneer in her time. She it's probably... the first, but it's the best. <laughs> it's the first and best. <laughs> Top it, next guest. <laughs> uh, do you have any other facts, Molly? We'd um... Not really. I just have a lot of quotes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but maybe we'll launch into those now. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> I, you know, we are not really into that what it feels like part yet, but... Um, Go with your heart. This song sort of felt like the Morrissey version of the Ramones to me, which okay. you guys, I mean, you guys are saying it feels more like... Um, some kind of 90s sound garden yeah. dun, dunge, Dungeons and Dragons. You mean <laughs> grunge? Yeah, grunge. <laughs> dun, but there was something so sad about it and so like melancholy. Oh, melancholy. Mm-hmm. Me. So I was feeling very Morrissey about this song. Okay. And then I found, you know, I went and looked up every single review of the song ever. And, um, all four of them. Sputnik Music said... All four of them. Actually, there was some... Did you some, find one? Yeah. Uh, Sputnik.com says, uh, the Ramones sound like the emo, over-emotional, and over-saturated punk bands of the day, like AFI and their ilk. Mm. Oh, yeah. Does that resonate with you? That resonated with me a little bit. A little bit. You know, they emo, have a little, like, a little goth to it, a little... Totally. Yeah. Them, mm. like... So sometimes we talk about the Ramones. When, personally, when I think the Ramones are not working is... In my mind, when they're trying to do something that's happening at the time yeah. and maybe not succeeding at the genre mm. or, yeah. you know, trying, putting too much of the genre on top and not just doing a Ramones thing. So when they said this is like their emo song, I did feel like this was the Ramones trying to do some kind of emo. I mean, Joey's maybe. essentially emo is emo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. You know, this song in particular felt really sad. Like, he was sure. writing in a book of poetry, you know? And he was just <laughs> like, it was a sunny day, but he was crying anyway. <laughs> I, I get that. I think it is I think it is like the weird 90s update of Here Today, Gone Tomorrow. You yeah. Know, it's like almost a crying sound. But they don't have that many songs that are like that anyway. So it's no. like, oh, we're going to do that. But it's going to be like this yeah. real... Mope fest. Real mope fest. <laughs> um, 
let's see. Sorry, I had a few other things. Um, so a couple quotes about um, they. Somebody was saying about this album mm -hmm. that they thought that the Ramones were trying to go back to rock and roll. Um, Which rock and roll? We're going back to rock and roll. Agus <laughs> Amigos and stopping the trend to try to sound like Soundgarden. Which I think is what they were suggesting uh, their mm. past album was, which would be which is, uh, uh, Acid Eaters. Oh, well, Mondo was always brains. the was the bigger. I mean, not Bad Brains. Brain Drain. Brain Drain. Brain Drain. Bad Brain Drain. But I think it's funny that you guys are saying that you feel like this is sort of in the ilk of like a Soundgarden-y. Yeah, it feels. Yeah, this is real down. Because I didn't upside. get Soundgarden when I was listening to the song. I wasn't like, oh, this sounds like Soundgarden. Well, I. I guess I see it from, like, both sides, because he's going the Morrissey route, but I don't think the rest of the band The band it. can't help but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they seem like maybe they were just two different days, feeling two different I'm things. I'm sure like, that happened more often <laughs> than not. <laughs> like, they wanted to make, like, a loud, kind of, it has this, like, heavy part to it, mm -hmm. and then he's, you know, he's... Again, like you said, like Morrissey are just sad and mm -hmm. trying to emote and mm -hmm. it's yeah. We can get we can go into feelings now. Yeah, so right. so how do you I feel like your feeling song? might be Yeah. <laughs> I love it when Ronnie Spector sings it. I mm -hmm. think it is haunting and um she she has an amazing voice, so she pretty much could sing the alphabet and you'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. But there's something about her singing it that sounds like it makes sense, mm -hmm. and there's something when they sing it that you're like, hmm, all right. It goes from being like a magic song when she sings it mm. to just being one that you probably skip. Yeah, so. yeah, it's so true. When you hear her version, it really does have. It's grounded somehow in something. It might be something. This sounds like maybe a bit of a reach, but it's a song that's entirely about this woman. Yeah. But then has the chorus of, she don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. And because it's a man singing it, you yeah. can really quickly sexualize that however mm -hmm. you want, right? Yeah. yeah. It, could be, it could be completely innocent, but it was a girl that Joey saw, so he probably fell in love with yeah. her. <laughs> but when Ronnie Spector does it, she doesn't change the sexes. It mm -hmm. is just... She's has she has yeah. problems and she mm -hmm. won't talk to me is mm -hmm. what it is. So maybe even that, and not to downplay all the other stuff about how her voice sounds yeah. like honey. Yeah. But um, but I wonder if that even that I like that that they kept that part because it does it you can't help but change the meaning a little bit or you know mm -hmm. the inference. No, I think it makes it spookier because she it, is she mm. talking about herself? What you know is this like mm. oh, okay. kind of like a okay. weird thing? So you I don't know, I think you buy into it more and sure. so yeah. I, but so for so you would be big time thumbs up for the Ronnie Spector one. I play her version of it a lot on my show. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Right, right. So, um, but I don't think I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> so. Are you, so, in the words that we long to hear, would you be a love, a like, a leave? I'm good. On this particular version, not the Ronnie Spector one. You're voting on, only on this cut. You'll offend no one. You'll be I'm going to go with like. Oh, okay. Because... That's a late-in-the-game win, I feel like. I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just 
I know too much. I know that it will lead to it. So it's like a sure. seed. It was nourished correctly and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. eventually flowered. <laughs> Molly, how do you feel about this seed? I think it's all right. I like it. Yeah? I won't throw it off a cliff, but I won't play it again. I am. Pro- I guess I'm going to be the strongest like, because I'd almost say I love it. Uh-huh. Out of weird, it's almost just nostalgia. I think that I remember playing this album for some reason, where it's packaged mm-hmm. around some other fast songs. It was like the breather that I, mm-hmm. like, I liked. Okay, and, and, I like and, that though in context of the album that it yeah. has a different meaning. That's, but then when you yeah. take it like this on its own, you're kind of yeah. like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. Um, I think this would be better if Ronnie Spector's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that most times. Uh, I do like. I, I want to say I. The part that I actually love is, I don't know how intentional it was meant to be, but in the lyrics of him saying, she don't talk to me, and then it becomes just don't talk to me, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I almost take it, and maybe that helps the Ronnie Spector theory of it being about her, of like huh. him saying, like ordering someone, don't talk to me, as opposed uh-huh. to okay. refrain. So I've always, I don't know. I, that part's always struck me. But I'm still just, I'll, I'll put a little like. That's it's right. It's right. Yeah. Um, so Melissa, do you have a most valuable on this. This is where you can wild card it up. <laughs> well, well, something I really like about it is that it is, uh, it's kind of like a deeper song. It's like a... Yeah, he's singing that low register. Yeah, and it, and also just the, the lyrics are a little more adult and complicated mm-hmm. and, and darker. So, I, you know... I guess maybe Joey, because he wrote the lyrics. I mean, fair enough. Because it's it's a creepy song, and I bet he wanted to write more creepy songs, and they didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sad creepy songs. You get one. Yeah, that's a, how I imagine. I bet there's like a drawer of just like more creepers that we don't know. About. <laughs> I bet oh that's true. Molly, I'm gonna give it to Ronnie Spector. Yeah. Nice. Because obvious reasons already stated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I. I will pick up Molly's usual vote for Joey and give it to Joey also. Um, yeah, I think I, I, whatever authenticity I feel like is coming through in that stuff, and I also like that it's not a screamer or anything. It's mm, kind of a yeah. I whispery, mean, he he wrote a haunting song. song. It's just the Ramones maybe weren't the weren't the best ones to do it. Vehicle, yeah. You know, yeah. I wish he would have duetted with. Ronnie Ooh. Spector on the oh, song. Sure. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't sing on that, does he? No. I always think like, oh, that's going to happen. Yeah. But, but if they sang that song together, I think that it might would be... That's interesting. Why didn't they ever... They work together on the album? I would almost they... assume it's because... He would want to step on her. You don't sing she... in front of Christina yeah. Aguilera yeah, either. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah, well, this is But it's is his song. Yeah. Yeah. No, but... yeah, but I mean, she comes from like the wall of sound and like, yeah. you know, like she's a crazy pro. He probably... Would shut down and be like, mm-mm, yeah. Or he was so concentrated on, like, I want to get this voice right. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do that. <laughs> and, he, and he focused on that one thing and obsessed yeah. about it, be like, I'm going to do that voice. That's it. I don't know. But yeah, that would have been cool too. Yeah. Um. So, does anybody have any last thoughts about She Talks to Rainbows? Just that people should have the Ronnie Spector version. Yeah. They should get it. it Find it. It's not hard to get, it's not very expensive. Get it. Yeah. You got a little cash. Yeah. Use the internet. <laughs> dummies. Um, Melissa, where can we follow you? Um, do you have something to officially <laughs> plug? Or I, I put you on the yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at SheRocksKXLU. 
All right. And that's probably the best. I I I have Twitter, but I just occasionally look at it. So yeah. Instagram, you know, I get to look at dogs that way. So okay. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's the main criteria. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, uh, you can also look up uh, Rock Camp for Girls. Rock Camp for uh, Rock Camp dot org. Uh, actually, it's I should have all of this ready. Just make them do it on Google. Yeah. So Rock Camp is part of a whole organization of different rock camps throughout right. the world. Uh, but Rock Camp Los Angeles. Oh, I just burped. I apologize. I'm <laughs> blowing it. <laughs> I, all right. It's rockcampforgirlsla.org. I knew it was all in there. So okay, cool. Go check that out, and um, we're always looking for volunteers, and um, if you're not ready to send your kid there yet or volunteer, just come to the showcase, and I promise oh, yeah. it's a fun little afternoon that's usually at the Troubadour. You get to see all these bands, and uh, it'll change your change your life. It's great. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, look those things up. You can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Ramon's Podcast. Melissa, thank you for being on show no problem um and could you join us next time yes great because we'll be discussing sheena is a punk rocker on ramones of the day 